Glad to share some pretty important news that wasn't immediately talked about when the federal budget dropped earlier this week. But in it uh, was that now in Canada, they're going to the government is going to impose a ban on animal testing in cosmetics. This is a huge move. It's a it's a massive breakthrough, one that uh, animal advocates have been fighting for for a really long time. So let's get some clarification on how this is going to be imposed and what this industry really looks like. Uh, CEO of Humane Canada. Canada, Barbara Cartwright is joining me. Barbara, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. Yeah, hi. I'm so, thank, I'm so thankful that you're covering this. I, I think that it's hugely important. And if I'm being honest, this is something that I don't think gets nearly enough attention because I think it makes people very uncomfortable to know yeah. that probably a lot of their cosmetics are being tested on animals. This is a situation where I think most people would like to just bury their heads in the sand and not know exactly what this looks like. So, Barbara, I'm hoping that you can help sort of paint a picture of just how how big of a problem this is in Canada how many how many animals are, are really involved so how prevalent is animal testing in cosmetics in this country well so it's a great question and it's hard to know because it's done by private industry and so we don't have tracking numbers of what that looks like but we do know that it does happen uh, and we know that it uh, not necessary. It's not necessary according to our Food and Drug Act. Cosmetics don't have to be tested, but it's not strictly banned. We know that, as you just suggested, most people don't want to think about it because they know that it causes pain, suffering, and death for what amounts to be beauty products and is really very unnecessary because there are many, many alternatives. Um, and interestingly, as, as we've been working on this over the last decade, it's really clear that uh, there, there's about 20,000 ingredients already out there that have been tested on animals that we no longer have to keep testing on animals. It's ridiculous to keep doing it over and over again. And so those products, those ingredients can be used and there's no need to either continue the testing or create yet another chemical and then testing those on animals. So in that way, it's a very uh, big issue. It's a big issue globally, and Canada has lagged behind in banning this unnecessary practice. So we're really pleased to see this government stepping up and saying that it's going to bring it to an end. I want to touch on that a little bit, Barbara, because you say that this has been an ongoing fight for 10 years, and Canada yeah. is is pretty far behind. There are 40 other countries that have already done this. So what's taken so long? You know, I don't know what has taken so long. Um, the first Cruelty-Free Cosmetics Act was introduced actually via the Senate, so not even the government at that time, back in 2015. And it failed. Uh, it made it through Senate, but it didn't pass in the House of Commons before our 2019 election. Um, so I can't, I can't say why, because there's broad industry support for this, there's broad sure. animal welfare support, and there's significant public support for it. Uh, and, and so at least now we just have to be happy that here we are. We finally got here and this government is taking it seriously. Yeah, I think it's a move that most people are going to to immediately get behind and and support. I don't know that anybody would really want this happening, but it's something that I don't know if people are even aware that they're participating in. Because when it comes to labeling, is it immediately clear what's being tested on animals and what's not? I mean, you try to look for that little symbol with the rabbit that says that it's it's not been tested, but if a product doesn't contain that, does that mean for certain that it was tested on an animal? No, and that's a, a really important point, is that there is no transparency and there is no uh, regulation around using that label. 
Um, so whether, you know, if you're looking for the rabbit and that, that's governed by a not-for-profit um, uh, sector or under the government's labeling, they don't have to label whether it's been tested or not. And what we think is really positive about what was announced in the budget uh, this week is that not only are they going to ban the testing of cosmetics uh, on animals in Canada, ban any selling of products that have been tested, that's used data um, that's been tested on animals, and also to crack down on false or misleading labeling. And so there most likely will be a provision that if you use some form of cruelty-free label, that when requested by the minister, that will have to be, you'll have to be able to back up that you are not and none of your products are being tested on animals. What what does alternative testing look like? I mean, you mentioned there are a lot of different chemicals that have already been tested that you would expect have already passed industry standards. So what are the alternatives moving forward to test new chemicals? Uh, another really important question, because not only is the government moving forward on cosmetic testing, they've already uh, moved forward almost almost complete on uh, toxic toxic chemical testing on animals. Uh, and so that bill is actually just virtually about to to become a law here in Canada. Uh, and we know about 100,000 animals a year undergo horrible, horrible chemical testing in Canada. So that's uh, huge. But as we move to ban these things, we obviously have to have alternatives. And so they it, it's fascinating, you know, as, as computer technology has uh, advanced so much, there's multiple different types of um, organs on a chip or computational modeling that will give people the information they need in order to ensure a product is safe. There is cell-based testing. There's artificial skins and artificial corneas now available. There's digital skin that you can use. And we want to keep pushing forward. We want the government to keep pushing forward on finding more and more alternatives so that someday no animal will have to be tested on for any reason. I'm glad that you say for any reason, because, you know, this is obviously a huge breakthrough when it comes to cosmetic testing. But are there other industries that then need to make similar changes? Yeah, absolutely. So we, as I mentioned about the toxicity testing of toxic chemicals on animals, um, obviously research testing on animals, medical testing on animals. So there is a, a number of other um, sectors and industries that test on animals, whether it's required through legislation or it's um, done voluntarily. And those, we, we foresee a future where none of that is needed. And actually here in Canada, coming up in August in Ontario, we're hosting a world forum on alternatives to animal testing. And a new center opened up at Windsor University in the last few years dedicated to uh, advancing non-animal methods for research. And so it's important that the government keeps that makes these bans, but also keeps uh, funding and pushing forward for the non-alternative-based tests so that other industries can also uh, see the path forward to transitioning away from animal testing. Yeah, I mean, because ultimately it's it's cruel. And from what you're describing, it really, it seems like it's completely unnecessary. What what does it look like for animals that are or have been tested on? I mean, what, what animals are generally used? Are they bred for testing purposes? And then are they immediately killed afterwards? Uh, yeah, so it depends on what they're testing. But yes, most likely that's going to be rabbits. Um, mice, rats that are going to be being tested on, particularly around cosmetics. 
uh, when you move out of cosmetics, it also involves dogs and primates. Um, uh, so, yes, they are often, especially the mice and rats, are often bred specifically to be lab animals, um, as well as the vast majority of rabbits. Uh, and with dogs in, in particular, you might be able to think in your mind about the beagles. Beagles are often uh, lab animals and bred for that, which is really sad because the reason that they're favored is because they're so docile. Uh, and it kind, it kind of breaks your heart when you think about what that means, a docile, a docile animal, which is easier to control and test on. Uh, and there's there's been some pretty horrible uh, tests done over the years on beagles. And we've seen some of that come out of a a research center in Montreal, for example, that was exposed about four years ago um, for some pretty egregious tests on beagles. It, all of it breaks my heart. And I think I would yes. like to think that most Canadians would, would feel very similar. So, I mean, I think this is such a huge move forward to now ban testing on animals for cosmetic purposes. Uh, Barbara, thank you so much for all of your work on this and for your time this afternoon. I really appreciate that you covered it. I think when you when you came off the top of the story, you said it didn't get a lot of coverage. And so as we kind of move away from all the financial measures, I hope more folks will see that this has happened and really support the government in moving forward with banning cosmetic testing on animals. So Absolutely. thank you for covering it. Of course. Thank you so much. Take care. Take care. Barbara Cartwright is the CEO of Humane Canada. And uh, yeah, I mean, as, as I mentioned, this was part of the federal budget that dropped. And it wasn't really something that immediately stood out because, you know, we're sort of picking apart the numbers and seeing what that budget looks like for us as Canadians. And this was a part of it is that now the government is going to impose a ban on animal testing in cosmetics, which is something that it seems it seems crazy that we're only confronting now in 2023. But at least now we're moving forward with it. Nobody wants to support this.